0: (laughs)
1: Ghost Island Media Yanizeng is one of the most talented athletes of our generation And I'm not talking about just Taiwan I'm talking about the world Yanizeng is a professional golfer She's the youngest player ever in the world to win five major championships That put her ahead of even Tiger Woods in 2012, she was Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People in the World. By the time she was 24, she was already a living legend. And today, Yanni is 34 years old. She's fighting off injuries, and she's making a comeback. In our conversation, we talked about what it means to be a star of Taiwan, Taiwan Guang, how her definition of success has evolved, and how she plans on tackling her comeback. I really loved speaking to Yanni. It was humbling to hear from her how she deals with pressure, success, and defeat. The fact that she's planning a comeback at the age of 34 was very inspiring to me. I hope you'll like this conversation too. So what you're about to hear is the podcast version of Game Changers with Emily Waiwu, where I speak with emerging leaders, individuals I have gotten to know in the last several years. These are the fresh faces of Taiwan you must get to know. They're young, they're cool, they're hip. They are changing the world, starting in Taiwan. This is the Taiwan Take. I'm your host, Emily Wai Wu. Welcome to a new conversation of game changers. And after today's episode, if you want to see a video version, head on over to YouTube. We'll have a link in the show notes. And here it is, golf legend, star of Taiwan, Yanitsen. Thanks for having me. Thank here. you for coming. Thank you. What an honor. Tell us, what have you been up to? Uh, I had the surgery two months ago. So
0: I'm just doing a lot of the recovery and rehabbing and try to work on way back on
1: the LPGA tour. So if you won four majors, 15 LPGA titles, you've spent 109 weeks ranked number one in the world then you got injured and that was about 10 years ago so now you're making a comeback so what, what I'm wondering is you know what they say about you know the difference between our 20s and our 30s is that in our 30s we get to do things smarter this time more efficient a little bit different are you playing differently this time do you think um
0: I don't think I'm playing differently but I for sure I train differently and then- I think it's been more efficient because I don't recover as well, like 20s. Mm. And then I don't have that much of an energy like 20s, but I still love golf. I feel like I'm more in love golf than the 20s. So that gave me a lot of uh, motivation, still have a lot of passion about golf. I really love and I'm hoping one day I'll be back and this is what I'm looking for. i right? dreaming over every day.
1: There's one particular year that you won 12 international events in one year. That was crazy too. (laughs) (laughs) And at one point, you were the fastest player in LPGA history to cross the $8 million mark in career earnings. Really fast track to be world number one. What is it like to be in that moment? um,
0: I feel on that time, my goal, my dream is very clear. I have Mm -hmm. my first dream when i was 12 to become one number one so after 10 years i become one number one so in this 10 years my goal is very clear that i know what i need to do i have a little puzzle that i want to make sure every part of a puzzle that is connect so every day i wake up by training workouts and just the past because you don't know what's going to happen, and then you're exciting what's going to happen. I feel I'm very lucky to mm. to achieve my dream so quickly. Um, was a lot of pressure? I was happy first <laughs> until I get to war number one. I didn't know that war number one needs to handle that much pressure. Mm. I think I was okay inside the rope on the golf course, but when I get to outside to face the fans, face the media, and then face to the sponsors and. I think that's how it gets harder (laughs) because I was so young I don't know uh, what to do and I'm not very good at saying no (laughs) so I was trying to make everybody happy and that's like hard (laughs) and so I kind of try to do better too I actually training harder I work harder I built my team better too like I have like physio trainer and those like big team with like Spending time with me, and I don't have those before. Number one,
1: you grew up um, on the uh, practice uh, uh, golf range um, in yes. Taiwan. You didn't play on the course growing up, so you're on the course and you have a caddy who's with you, and otherwise, you're alone and spectator yeah. just all eyes on you. Do you drown out the spectators? What is that moment? I actually love the spectators, uh-huh. I think that.
0: I love the fans and I feel like when they're watching, I actually play better. When there is no one watching, I just feel like, oh, I'll just practice at home, but that's not exciting. So I really love enjoying the fans. I love when I make the pot, they clap for me. I love when I hit the bombs and they were like, clap like crazy. So I kind of enjoy that feeling, but when it gets to time. That you don't get as confidence, you kind of afraid what people think about you. But I feel like they are always having my motivation to be a better person, to be a better player.
1: And so by the time that you were 24, you were splash. And how would you characterize the, the years that followed?
0: Um, yeah, it's
1: been it's been
0: really tough last 10 years. Yeah. And just time flies. <laughs> so I wish I had that 10-year past, like when I was 12. But um, I feel like I learned I learned a lot through this uh, down times and I uh, last ten years I always looking for the result like I, I practice I want to see the result like immediately but it's impossible and I feel like I was so focused on the trophy that I really wanted but uh, for me it feels like the harder you try the worse you get. <laughs> You know, the more you know, the more you don't know. So now I just really want to be myself. I actually look um, who I am when I was 12. Like I want to bring out like kids that love playing golf. Doesn't matter what the result is. I just really love hitting balls and putting and just feels myself on the golf course of that feeling. So I was trying to bring back of that feeling yeah. to enjoy every moment of it and try to just live in the moment and play one shot at a time. And I think that's how I play my best. So now this is actually my goal. Like, I just want to enjoy golf because I know if I can enjoy this game and no one can beat me. <laughs> golf is like a love and hate relationship. But yeah. I always, at the end, I always love golf more than hate golf. So even sometimes it sucks, but, um, just like the life too, you know, it's hard to always playing the best, but I, you will also enjoying the pressure, you will always enjoy the the stress, you know, try to be a friend with them.
1: Um, when you're talking about how much you love golf, and that, it's really radiating the way you're speaking, and I think I'm just terribly excited for you. <laughs> Thank you,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm excited too, I I mean like this two years, i just dealing with my hips, and yeah. surgery, and yeah. it just it takes a lot of time, and for me, I'm not very patient. I just want to go out and playing, playing, <laughs> playing. In this 15 years, the first time I actually slow down the pace because I know if I rush, it's not good for my future. Yeah. So I just need yeah. to take time. And but every day I'm watching golf. Like yeah. I, I want to go back. Even I can't practice, but I do a lot of imagining training, and hopefully when I
1: get back out there, and it will. It, it will be the same as what I imagined. So. Yeah. Do you feel that it, there's less pressure or more? Less because you're playing for the love of it this time. You're yes. playing slower, you're playing smarter. Um, so it sounds to me that it's calmer.
0: Yeah, I think it should be less pressure. Uh-huh. But I feel like for me, I was putting a lot of expectation on myself, but I don't think it's good for right now. Mm. But. I think you always need to have that attitude because as hard as you work, you of course you're going to have a high expectation. Now I feel like I want to stay relaxed a little bit. My goal is not like get back to i number one. My goal is to get back on tour and to enjoy the game that I love, to just to hit the shot I've, I imagine of it. So I think that's the, the win for me. I mean, there is always a pressure, I believe, when I go back, mm. because even now I think of I still want to win, but I think I, I still need that attitude, otherwise I won't go back. Right. If I don't want right. to win, I'll just, you know, retire. So to have that attitude, I think it's very important for me. That's how
1: it
0: drives me to practice
1: hard, too. Oftentimes we talk about the resilience of a person. Um, but I what I love about what you're doing now is I'm hugely competitive, but... I'm going to set that aside right now and I'm going to do what's good for me. I want to take a break. Okay. (laughs) And when we come back, I want to ask you about your childhood and how you got here. Okay. Hey, if you have enjoyed The Taiwan Take and would like to support Ghost Island Media, we take monthly donations on Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash Taiwan. And please give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. helps other people find the show all right thank you and back to the show hey welcome back to game changers with emily wai wu this is where i talk to the cool young hip people in taiwan who's doing amazing things in the world today we've been talking to Yani zhin world number one golfer and she's making a comeback Yanni, you started playing when you were five. Early on in our season, um, we talked to a woman named Gina Pan. She's raising the visibility of women in basketball for high school and college and professional athletes. And she talked about how as a young athlete growing up, there was a lack of role models, female role models, what was it like for you? Was that similar experience for you, or did you have uh, really yes. good role models? Uh, yes,
0: I always have a good role model that I look up. Like I hope one day I can be like
1: him or her. And
0: of course, Tiger Woods is one of it, and the, the LPG is Ana Casauris. They both are former war number one, and they both are uh, the role model I always look up. Like Tiger had a lot of injuries, and then he's trying to fight back, and people think. Oh, he should retire, like he can't do it anymore, he can't win the PGA tour. But just recently I heard his conference, he will still want to win, otherwise he wouldn't be here. Mm. And I feel like that's the same mentality that I want to have or I have. So uh, I think it's it's always good to have someone you look up, that's someone you can learn from it. Because if there is nothing in front of you, you kind of don't know where to go i think if you but if you have a role model and i think that will help you to
1: be on the right track a lot of young athletes look up to you what have you noticed about how they look up to you as a role model is there a cultural difference
0: in taiwan the the young player that they're more shy Mm -hmm. like they're afraid to come up to me to ask me questions and ask me pictures or just but when i'm in u.s when the younger player that saw me they come out and watch like team questions <laughs> they come out and watch like they're like questioning a lot about your life growing up and where you're from and what did you practice and show me their swings and so I think those two cultures are very different and I feel like when in the US um, the player is more confident because I think we grew up to learn to be humble like encourage. they were like shy they don't come out and say, yes, I'm good, you know, but in U.S., they're like, yes, I'm good, I'm very good at it. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's very two different cultures, but I think I our advice to younger players, they you need to you know, go out to explore the world and to see what's best for you, because for me, I kind of learn who I am and be myself and what attitude suits me best, Yeah. because... When I talk to the mentor coach in the U.S., it doesn't suit me. Like, that attitude, you know, you come out thinking you're the best. And I feel like uh, that's kind of not what my c- culture is.
1: What were the values you grew up with?
0: I think it's more like in Taiwan. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I always learned to be humble when people uh, cheer for you, you. You just say thank you. Like, oh, no, 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 I'm not like that. Oh. <laughs> like, i still working on it. But in U.S., they when they're saying good shout to you like thank you you know it's like very like, I don't know how to say that you're open-minded you know yeah you, you expect you've embraced the people that accomplish it to you but in here you're like oh no no no! I'm, I'm not that good you know I'm just lucky but you're not you're you're great so I think
1: sometimes I
0: think you just need to embrace that
1: yeah, for uh, Taiwanese players or Asian young players who, right, we're taught to be humble, what would you tell a young player how to accept, learn to accept compliments and say, yeah, you're great?
0: Uh, I think it takes time and mm-hmm. it, it takes practice too. Even now, I am still practice every day. Like I try to think about uh, today what I can try to accomplish other people and I try to embrace and accomplish too. I try to uh, think about what I'm thankful for today, every day I write down two, three things, two things for today. And I think that's mm. that needs to practice. So when when you have this in mind when some when next time you met people, when they accomplished you, just you say thank you and you just maybe you can share your experience, that why you're so good at it. You know, I think they will love to hear it too.
1: Great tip. Speaking of compliments, I mean one of the biggest compliments to a Taiwanese person is to say they are the star of Taiwan. Taiwan Zhiguang yes. This is an honorary title that's given to the only the greatest of the great. This is um, Academy Award winner uh, An Lee, for example. This is yeah. you. This is uh, Major League Baseball pitcher Wang Jianming and um, recent cast of Olympians coming from Taiwan. What does that title mean to you, being a Taiwan Zhiguang star of Taiwan?
0: Uh,
1: it means a lot of pressure.
0: <laughs> no, it's a uh... I, so I think it's a big honor to be mm. made, you know, part of this great athlete and I think at the first I do feel a little pressure like I don't know what is sort of Taiwan means yeah. you know I don't know how much people are looking at you like how much people want you to play good so I think at the first for me is a little bit hard to digest I would say but mm. now I embrace this title you know I. Every time when people are up to you, oh, your Taiwan is gone. And I was like, thank you. But I'm I'm still trying to work on my way back. Like I will tell them, share my experience right now. But instead of, I was afraid to hear of this war, I was afraid. You were afraid I, of it. I used it a little to be. bit. Yeah, when I, when my mind is not as good in this, I was afraid to hear this word because I, I don't know what to expect. And I was playing really bad on that time. I feel like I'm not deserving this title. I feel like I was a very embarrassing actually to have this title. And, but right now I don't feel that anymore. Uh, I just, I feel more thankful that they give me this title. And I just feel more honored than everything. I'm so humbled
1: be in your presence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, okay, so looking ahead, you will start playing again in October? Yes, hopefully. Uh, what is life on the road for you? Um, I enjoy traveling a
0: lot. Uh, we travel in about 25 weeks every year. But, <laughs> uh, I feel like I haven't traveled for two, three years now. I was mm. a little afraid because I'm getting older. I'm not sure how my recovery goes, but I'm still excited to get back on tour. And I think I, I will have another half year to play. And I think I'll be ready when I get back there. I want to take some ass. Sure, so.
1: I'm sure you'll do incredibly well. Thank you. Now, here's a question that we ask everybody here. Out of your accomplishments so far, I mean, world number one, the different titles you still hold in the uh, history of golf, of all your accomplishments, how much was given to you and how much did you fight for?
0: I feel like... So give it to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a great question. But I feel I'm very lucky to mm. have a lot of great people that around me. <clears throat> yeah, I love crying. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Most of the people who saw me crying before I'm I am Sorry. But, Okay, yeah, I feel very lucky to have all the great peoples around me, and I know I work hard, but if I don't have those peoples around me, then I won't be here, like I won't accomplish all the great things, and and I feel like God gave me a lot of, this is my gift, I feel like I'm born to play golf. So um, last few years, I actually think I don't deserve it. What? But this few years, I just thanks for all that. I have this gift to bring off and I will always work hard. I don't need people to tell me to work hard and mm. I will always do that mm. so for this accomplish uh, I feel like it's all bonus so whatever I do and I'm very lucky that I, I enjoy the things that I'm doing right now so if in the future uh, whatever is happening I'll be very grateful and thankful. yeah
1: I think you're, you're, you're such a beautiful human being. I think so, I just love to cry, I don't
0: know. Uh, I cry every time I just hope I, hopefully I'm not crying, but I'm just uh, very emotional and I, I think it's good and bad because yeah. I, I care about people and so sometimes when people say bad things about me, I'm hurt. But but now I just need to be strong inside so I don't care what people say if I'm good I'm good so I don't I'm not regrets the things I am do so I I work hard and I know what I'm doing uh, even the day I retire I'm not regretting anything so.
1: we look at people as accomplished as you and it looks so easy because all we see is you taking that swing and the ball making it in and you getting the championship and then you getting the awards, it seems so easy. Um, And obviously there's so much more behind the scene that I think when we do look at that, it gives us so much inspiration because I think a lot of people look at you and say, I want to do that. (laughs) If she could do it, I could too. Yeah,
0: I want to inspire people that if I can do it, they can do it too.
1: Yeah, but also to say, you can make a comeback. I mean, that's so much courage. Our bodies are getting older. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, so I'm proud of myself.
0: I am proud that I'm still mm. not giving up on this. Yeah. Because a lot of people think, oh, you have done so much. You have done everything you can, and you accomplished a lot of good stuff. So even you retire now, no one's going to say anything. But for me, like I say, I. I love golf and I I want to get back on, on tour, I want to get back on the golf course to be myself, to enjoy everything I can. And it doesn't matter what I can do for the result, but I think that's what I need to do right now and that's what I'm looking forward to do. Yeah, I'm so excited for you. I uh, hope you guys can keep supporting me so I will. Uh, I just want to thank all the people that from Taiwan, they gave me a lot of love and support. Uh, even there's some people that still don't think I can play, but uh, I'll improve to you guys, I still got it. <laughs> and thank you for being an inspiration
1: <laughs> to us, because just by being you, you are being a leader for us. That's an incredible thing. Thank you, thank you so much. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Yanni star of Taiwan, golf player, making her come back And please do uh, watch out for October for your first games. Yes. And you can follow Yami on all her socials. The video version of this interview was broadcasted on Taiwan Plus, the TV channel. We'll have a link for you in the show notes. I'm your host and producer, Emily Wai Wu. Our associate producer, who also helped with scripting, is Ting Ye. Researcher is Min Chao. Assistants are Gerald Williams and Teresa Yang. Podcast editing by Dino Lin. Our director for the video shoot was Letitia Fan. Kaylee Emerson was our post-production supervisor. Video editing by Emma Chow and Vivi Wong. With additional production support by Elaine Lai. Thank you for the executives and colleagues at Taiwan Plus. Shirley Kang, Callie Kuo, Eric Yang, and Jenny Luo. See you next time.